right, TJ. Well, thanks for taking time to sit down with me, man. Um, I'm sure there's some Thousand Suns players interested in hearing uh, how you ran this list that you got here this past weekend uh, at Steel City, the Steel City Showdown, which I say that three times fast. Um, so how'd the event go for you, first of all? Uh, you know, it was a, it was a great time. You know, I played a lot of um, difficult games. Uh, I played the new Space Marines uh, three times, so that's always challenging. And I played a, a six uh, six Eldar flyer list, so that was uh, that was pretty wow. challenging as well. So um, that list tends to be I, kind of a a problem that I've heard uh, for Thousand Suns players, like a common thing that that comes up that it's hard to deal with. Yeah, I mean, we, um, you know, uh, me and my friends, you know, looking at that match because it was one of the ones that, like, I knew I was going to play it on um, that morning. Uh, I basically went in and I was like, well, this is what's going to happen. So we should probably look at it. But um, it really went a lot better than I thought it was going to go. So. Oh, very cool. Um so why don't we why don't we just kind of start with like what was the concept when you put the list together that you were going for? So uh, right now, you know, it's no secret. Uh, Space Marines are are king right now. I mean, they they are the best. They have the best of everything. They're the first book ever to, uh, or the first faction ever to be able to use stratagems from two books, with only taking one book. You know, so they can use all the supplements, the supplemental in books, and still have access to the ones that are in the normal book. So with that being said, you need a list that's going to be able to fight Space Marines because everybody's taking it. So I took um, a con. I always took a look at basically my current list um, that was running right prior to this that I've been running for a long time, which is pretty much um, – you know, won me a lot of GTs. And I said, okay, well, if I was going to play against Space Marines, what what would I take that basically would allow me to win games um, mm -hmm. with kind of the same list? So I went to BFS um, two weeks prior to this last weekend, and I took a list that I thought was going to be good against Space Marines and ended up not performing as well as I thought it was going to perform. I immediately, when I got there, realized I missed some. I, I missed some things with the list. It just didn't perform like I thought it was going to perform. And one of those things was that um, I felt as though the core of the list was good, which was basically Magnus and Plague Bears and the Demon Princes plus Armin. But I felt like it was missing something. Um, where that was some kind of a, a better screen. 30 Plague Bearers kind of died pretty quickly, and the Disco Lords that I took, the Lord Scordians I took that weekend, really didn't help out at all. Uh, it was actually quite disappointing how quickly they die or how quickly they get mitigated. So, um, But I found that Magnus worked really, really well, so I decided I was going to take some additional elements to basically protect Magnus a little better. And I was going to take some additional screens to keep the rest of my army kind of intact so that if Magnus did die, by the time you killed Magnus, that it would be very difficult to remove the rest of my list. So, no, that's interesting. So that's, that's very different than how we have seen Magnus used in the past where, you know, a lot of, I think the famous list in the beginning was some combination of Magnus and Mortarian, right? And it was always oh, yeah. just kind of like a real aggressive send both up and just good luck, do you, you know, pick your poison. Um, but it sounds like what you're doing is you're kind of using him more as like a fire base in a way, like a, a mid range kind of go and own the middle of the, the battlefield and hide behind the screens. Yeah. So I use him. I was talking to somebody uh, over the weekend, but the best, it, uh, the best thing I can ex describe about my play style with him is he, he is a slingshot. So basically, you he slingshots mortal wounds across the table, but he is not the actual ammunition. The ammunition is the, the actual mortal wounds. So what I'll do with him is I will shoot him up 20 inches 
or whatever your run is, whatever you get for your run, cast all my spells, and then uh, someone will then someone will cast a power to basically jump him backwards. Gotcha. Way like more back. time, and and so you're probably yep. using like maybe Aramon or a Demon Prince for that, right? Yeah, um, my Warlord Demon Prince um, has plus one to cast, um, so uh -huh. usually I let him do the casting. And with Magnus, he lets you reroll all your ones for casting as well. So I mean, you're basically it goes off on a five with 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 a reroll. So usually what I'll do is I'll cast um, I'll cast reroll a die first, and then I'll cast Magnus's powers second, and then I'll warp time after that so that I haven't used all my rerolls yet. And since Magnus is usually plus either plus two or plus one. Most of his damage dealing powers are going to go off, and then you cast your warp time, and then you use all your buff powers after that. The other thing, if I'm reading into that, is that um, if you're facing another army that's got a denial or something like that, you've got um, the the you've got Magnus up front, right? And if you were to if you were to try to warp time Magnus on his own power, you're not only one taking a spell away from him that's offensive, and then two. Um, you're putting him potentially in range of more denials, whereas your your backline casters can can tell him to come back. Yeah, that's really important. I can't tell you how many times, especially now with uh, with Iron Hands, I can't tell you how many times it is um, people have tried to check range for my warp time or something like that and realize that they're out of range because I've made it so. Um, uh -huh. Because if Magnus is in the front, he's just going to die. Uh, being able to outrange your opponent's guns and being able to place in positions where you can't you can't be shot at is very important. So uh -huh. you have to make sure that he is not the closest and he can't get meleeed or anything like that. That's very important. Not that he's not survivable, but he shouldn't be taking damage if he doesn't need to be. Right. It's more like the cleanup crew when he gets into to combat and if I follow it, probably at least turn three before he's even into combat if you can choose, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I um, the only match that he was really in combat was um, the uh, the Eldar list um, because they have no melee, so they have no answer. But any army that has a melee, um, it, I just leave him in the back, and they'll spend their entire game shooting at him because they have to, because if he lives, mm -hmm. he'll... He just kills everything. So. so that's an interesting point. So you faced Iron Hands, you faced the Flyers. One of the problems with the Flyer list that I've, I've seen um, is the, I think it's the Crimson Hunter Exarchs that re-roll against Flyers or re-roll wounds against Flyers. One of them does. And yeah, I've had... Yeah, and I've had, I've had like two or three of them just go through Magnus like he was just butter um you know how is it a matter of just going first and getting buffs up on him or you know if you're let's take it from the standpoint of his traditional biggest sore spot with him has been he just dies turn one before you get to do anything with him so how are you how are you kind of handling that so there's a couple of different things i didn't go first every one of my games um that's the first thing so uh, i didn't go first two uh two out of my five games um so uh there was definitely a portion of the of the games where you know i didn't go first um and basically you positioning is the most important thing with magnus so usually what i'll do is i'll the last two drops are magnus's support character and then magnus so um it is very important to check where your opponent's flyers are going to be. So, um, you know, I, what I did with my game against him, uh, the flyer list was that I put him in a position where he was, uh, basically the flyers would have to go across the table in a certain angle where they would have to, the, he was playing flamer flyers as well as the, the other ones. So, mm -hmm. If he's going to try to fly his flamers up to me, I wanted to make sure that I couldn't get um, – he couldn't flame me turn one. So then I'm only taking three crimson on our X arcs in the face. So um, there's that. 
kind of mitigates damage and things like that. I, I try to make him fully commit to moving up forward with those. So I usually put my tanks way up front so that they are um, basically, if he wants to commit to killing Magnus, then he's going to have to take the flamers next turn. And if you can basically trade three flamer tanks, uh, you can trade Magnus for, for three or four of his flyers. That That's good for me. Um, so that was important. And then the only other thing to keep him alive on turn one, um, I have given a lot of thought to what that was going to be. And basically for that, I use, uh, I have a changeling as well. So that gives him a six plus feeling of pain, um, mm-hmm. makes him a little more resilient. Uh, even if he just lives with one or two wounds, that's more important than, you know, it's worth its weight in what it is. So. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So it sounds like the, the, the play burst crawlers in there almost are kind of like your, your second big threat where, you know, if it looks like you're almost having to create a distraction of some kind to try and take their attention away from Magnus. Um, and, and by you know, putting them up as far as you can, that's kind of pressing the issue, right? It's like you can you can pick to come into the backfield and handle Magnus, or you can pick to go after the um, Playburst crawlers right up in your face. Yeah, I mean, I, I put them up there because if someone wants to get close enough to basically shoot Magnus, then they're going to be taking those Playburst crawlers next turn. And, mm-hmm. you know, I ignore your negative, modifi- uh, you know, your negative modifiers to, to hit. It doesn't matter to me. They move 10 inches, uh, sorry, they move nine inches plus a nine inch flamer. So if we play long ways or we play Vanguard strike and Magnus is way in the back for you to get your 48 inch range for your guns, well, you're going to need to come up far enough to shoot him. So you'll probably be about, I would say 10 to 15 inches off of my line at that point. So then I just run the plague burst crawlers and they can take out, you know, one or two of those planes by themselves and then, uh, you know, Demon Princes and everybody else can basically smite the third flyer. Once you've lost three of your Crimson Hunters, you're not taking out 60, basically 60 Plague Bears plus three tanks plus two Demon Princes and Armament before the game's over. And that's a lot of your firepower already gone. So I'll take, I'll trade that all day. And then if he doesn't die, that's, that's really, really good because now I'm in a position to. Yeah, I can kill four flyers in one turn. And now the game's basically over. You know, even with him having three wounds left on him, a fully buffed Magnus with three wounds is going to get healed, hopefully go up to six wounds. And now, now he kills four flyers, and you have to shoot at him all next turn as well. Now my mm-hmm. tanks can do whatever they want. So, so in the Marine matchups, um, what have you seen so far with their ability to kind of do uh, – produce the same kind of result where they like iron hands ultramarines uh, actually pretty much any of the uh the lists that we saw um at socal they have some kind of really good mechanic for going after magnus where they can just dump a bunch of really efficient uh shots uh and probably imperial fists are going to be another problem where you know they'll have lots of stalker rifles with exploding sixes and things like that um you know, what have you seen so far going up against the Marine lists with that? So, um, like I said, I played three Marines over the weekend. I played two Iron Hands. I played a Raven Guard. Uh, the Raven Guard was by far my toughest matchup. Uh, that was uh, was a pretty was insane it, game. Um, was, was it Eliminators that he had in his list that, that made it tough, or was it more that he could kind of hide from you? Uh, eliminators, three units of eliminators, three units of suppressors, three units of Invictus war suits uh, with oh, auto right. uh, with auto with auto guns. Uh, the lieutenant, I'm uh, sorry, the captain with a damage four sniper rifle that doesn't need a lot of sight, um, and Shrike. So full rerolls on his entire army, plus one to hit, plus one to wound against characters, um, and uh, lots of firepower. I think there were 10 snipers as well. So, I mean, you're talking literally yeah. probably Matt, Magnus's worst matchup, period. Like, the amount of firepower that they could put out to kill a character is just 
astronomical. So um, yeah, and they're getting plus probably like uh, if you if you mentioned in there, sorry, um, the plus one hit and wound and everything that Raven Guard gets as well is yep. really really huge, especially with the mortal wounds they get on those sniper rifles, right? Yep. So yep, plus one hit, plus one wound, one wounds on fives and sixes. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty crazy game. I think the game ended up being seventeen thirteen. Uh, basically, I just sat and hid the entire game, kind of played super list denial where he just couldn't. Oh, and he had three Thunderfire cannons because they're only 100 points each. Exactly. And they hit on twos, so why not, right? Yeah. Hit on twos and they wound on fours against Magnus, which is great. Ridiculous. So um, it was my toughest matchup. He basically just... Um, you know, that was that was it right there. That was the game. Uh, if I was going to lose any one of the Space Marine games, that was going to be that game. Um, so with that list, I kind of just hid, hid the whole time, and I basically just uh, Magnus would smite, cast three spells, and then jump way back. Um, and then kind of there was a building in the middle of the table. We were playing some Nova, some Nova Elves. So he would basically. Uh-huh jump to either side of the table, jump to either side of the L every turn um, and just kind of hide, not hide, but he would, he would try to range or force my opponent to move units to try to be able to shoot him um, from each angle. So uh, he would force him to move up, which was bad for him because then like I would just, he would come out the next turn and then kill everything with his smites and then move. While my Demon Princess just sat in the L mm-hmm. and basically didn't move the entire game. And if I remember right, the Nova Ls are, are tall enough to hide uh, Magnus behind it, right? Um, they are almost. not. Magnus, no. Almost. Magnus is the tallest model in the game. Uh, it's very unfortunate um, what they did to line of sight and things like that. Being able to shoot the tip of a wing just doesn't really... Uh, yeah. you can't model these models differently. I mean, it's not like Magnus's wings, you can model them unfurred or with no wings at all. You have to put the wings on them and the wings go on a particular position that makes them super tall. Right. So I kind of just tried to maneuver him where he would be up against the wall where most of his army wouldn't be, able, from one angle would not be able to shoot. So basically gotcha. I think I took like, instead of him being able to fire suppressors, um, every turn, all of them, I basically made it so you could only fire like one suppressor unit and like an Evictus war suit. And then I would, the next turn, I would jump to the other side where he had just moved everything. And then basically he would have to reposition his entire army every turn. So, gotcha. um, Magnus, Magnus died, I think, uh, <clears throat> he died one time all weekend. So that was pretty good. That was um, pretty good. And, uh, so uh, I didn't go first against the Iron Hands player my first game. Uh, he had an Executioner. We don't like Executioners, uh, especially when you have a spell to make him plus, uh, make him hit on twos. Mm-hmm. So he basically uh, rolled his shots, four shots. Uh, I think he hit three times or hit and wounded three times total. Um, I saved two of them with his four plus, and then he the third one got through. He rolled damage. I think he rolled five. I rolled my, my Feel No Pains. I saved one of them. Uh, so he took four. Then I healed him. And then after that, he kind of didn't shoot at him anymore. The big thing about Magnus um, that keeps him alive against the Space Marine matchups is Boon of Change. It's the most important power other than Weaver that you can cast on Magnus. It, you're going it is, for that, that T8, right? You're going for that T8 because suppressors are strength seven. Bolters are strength four, you know, like you, you want to make it as difficult as possible to kill him. Yep. So. And obviously um, it's, it, you're probably, sorry, you're, you're probably putting on, you know, a, a Weaver of Fates and uh, the minus one to hit spell as well. I would imagine. Oh yeah. Yep. So um, Armin takes uh, minus one to hit and he takes Weaver and then his third spell is a damage-dealing spell, just in case Magnus dies or just in case he needs a little extra poke. So he usually right. takes Firestorm. And then uh, the other Demon Prince takes Prescience or Tanks or Magnus if he's going to get into combat. And he takes uh, Warp Time. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And then uh, the other prince takes healing and uh, gaze, uh, or he takes healing and he takes boon so that the changeling takes gaze. Uh, it just depends on what the matchup is, how badly I need boon to go off, because rerolling ones on spells is very important. Um, mm -hmm. So, and gaze is but, probably uh, so the so the weaker powers essentially, or the lower the powers, you're probably putting them on your demon prince without the warlord trait, um, and then yeah, you and, know, like the changeling as well. Yeah, I mean the changeling. Um, if I don't need boon, basically, like game three. I played Necrons. Necrons have strength nine, strength ten weapons. Mm -hmm. You don't need. Um, it's not not doing anything boon. for you. Yeah. Yeah, Boone's not really going to help you. So I gave gaze to Demon Prince, but then against the Space Marine player, I gave Boon to uh, to the 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 Demon Prince so that he could basically try to cast spells, mm -hmm. uh, make sure that that spell went off. But uh, it is super important. I will burn a reroll. I'll do whatever I have to do to make sure that spell goes off because uh, I need that toughness eight is very, very important. Uh, basically keeps Magnus alive. Even if it's one turn of that, you know, um, even if it's yeah. like, if it's half your turns, your, your toughness eight, that's half the turns that they might not even shoot at Magnus. You know, after turn one, after I had Magnus uh, toughness eight with the uh, Iron Hands player that I played game one, he was like, you know what? not even worth it to shoot magnets anymore. I can't, I can't kill him. I'm not going to kill him with one, you know, he had one executioner, triple thunderfire cannons and uh, six flyers. And he's like, I wound you on fives with a lot of my stuff. And my missiles wound you on fours. So you have a three plus and you're minus one to hit. Like it's not really, I might as well just shoot the tanks, which is fine with mm -hmm. me because then I just will wound everything off the table. So. Right. And the nice thing about the tanks is they've got those um, mortars on them too, so that gives you a little bit of a boost against stuff in cover. Um, maybe maybe not enough to clear like eliminators or some of the Raven Guard, right? Because of their their camo cloaks that they've got, and that makes them pretty pretty dang resilient in cover. Honestly, uh, the funniest like if you would have told me because I, I ran Plagueverse Crawlers earlier in the in the in the year, I've been running Chaos since Eighth Edition came out, and uh, I ran Plagueverse Crawlers for a while. And I love the models, but it just became evident that there were better options. If you would have told me then that now I was going to run Plague Burst Crawlers and not move them up the table, I would have told you you were crazy. But <laughs> what are you going to what are you going to do with a Plague Burst Crawler that has a Neg One Flamer against an, a, a Raven Guard that has already an, uh, a Neg you know a plus one save and cover? It's just not you're not going to do anything. So I will just normally what I'll do is I'll I'll park my plague burst crawler in cover or behind a wall and i'll just sit there and i'll mortar mm -hmm. things you kill about one each guy kills like one eliminator or a turn just one guy because they'll roll a one or a two you'll wound probably you'll they hit on fours you get four shots you're going to hit twice they're going to wound twice because it's strength eight re-rolling ones mm -hmm. and then uh he's gonna he should roll one, one, two, three, one, four, five, six for each guy. So basically you wipe out one squad of eliminators almost every turn with those guys. They just sit there and they just, you yeah, make one resilient. have a three. Yep. You just make one have a three plus save. Most space Marines struggle with toughness eight, which is why Magnus is in the list and the plague burst crawlers are on the list. You can't kill it all and 50 plague bears. You're just not going to do it all. Um, right. Actually, surprisingly enough, the last game of the event, I played against Iron Hands, and uh, I deployed my army, put all the princes on the table, put all the tanks on the table, put Magnus on the table, and uh, I said, "I'm okay, everybody else is in reserve, and uh, that's my turn. You know, I'm all deployed. And he was like, no, come on now. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm putting all my troops in reserve. I'm going to spend four CP. I'm going to put everybody in reserve. He had taken uh, old school against me. And uh, he was running two Thunderfire Cannons, and I was like, nope, not going to do it. So I uh, put everybody, took everybody off the table, and he was like, I don't even know what to do. Because now, like, the easy kill that you were going to get, or the kill one, is, is probably not going to happen now. Because right. can't kill anything with two Thunderfire Cannons and a couple of couple shots. You know, Space Marines definitely struggle with killing things um, that are T8. So when there's 
just basically T8 and characters on the table, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, he was probably eyeing those uh, those brimstones, like, you know, oh, if yeah. I've got Thunderfire Cannon or something, and, uh, okay, there's my kill one, right? I mean, the Thunderfire Cannon is just such an oppressive unit right now. Like, uh, 100 points yeah. for something that shoots at 60-inch range. I mean, even if it was 48, it wouldn't be a problem, because then at least you could range it with things that don't matter, at least if you, like, played Long Ways or Vanguard. But when you don't play any of that, because they just range you anyway, what's, there's no point. You just, like, I, the entire tournament, I spent one CP the entire uh, – I spent two CP most of the, every game and put the 20 Plague Bears in reserve and put the 10 Brimstones in reserve. But uh, honestly, the last game, spending C, six CP to leave it all off the table, if they don't have flyers or a way to get to your backfield, then I just leave it all off the table because it doesn't yeah. – like, you just, they're just going to get killed or planked and – there's just no point to it. So, yeah, and, and at SoCal, I had a Thunderfire cannon, and it was really not in there to really kill anything. It it did when I wanted it to, but it was really in there for the the Tremor shell strat, where you can just pretty much gumbolt something with it anywhere on the table, and all you got to do is hit it, right? And, yeah, um, it's pretty I'm, crazy. I'm surprised. Did anybody try that on Magnus uh, against you? No, because they can't. So. And I wouldn't let someone just spend CP that they couldn't use it for. So, because it doesn't affect fly models. Oh, that's a yeah. good point there. Yeah, so Magnus is kind of immune from that. And Correct. okay, you Tremor Shell the Plague Bearer is great. You know, that, that's yeah. just almost so, throwing CP away. Uh, I had someone Tremor Shell the, the, uh, um, the Crawlers one of the crawlers right. because he could get close enough um, to do damage. But I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it is pretty crazy that they just inherently negate the, uh, the minus one. Like minus one mm -hmm. almost means nothing against space race. You just don't do anything mm -hmm. to them. So that's really disappointing. Um, it's that, that that is a game mechanic. So yeah, the uh, the reroll the rerolls they get too kind of have have taken that away, right? Like it used to be you'd get reroll failures, but now it's just reroll all um, on that side, and that pretty much the the wall of plague bearers, um, you know, being able to just rely on that as your your only defense uh, has kind of gone away at this point, right? So kind of like the gym vessel. Right the gym vessel design where it's just, okay, here's all these plague bearers and just here's a wall of smites behind it and good luck. You know, that's, yeah, I mean, now that's, the Marines can just chew through it. I heard, I heard two repulsors went through an entire 30 man blob of plague bearers in one round of shooting. So. Yeah. I mean that, that 30, 30 sounds light. I mean, if they're playing centurions or aggressors, it's literally just like 60, <laughs> 60 plague bearers just disappear. So like you need to yep. be able to put something on the table that doesn't, doesn't need any of that stuff. And Playburst Crawlers for 140 points are great. I mean, they do definitely do some work. Um, they're annoying. Neg two is really neg two. Well, neg two D three wounds is like a Primaris killer mm -hmm. because you know uh, it will it will kill models pretty easily. Um, and then uh, it doesn't need a lot of side either. So you're kind of like this is my thunder. You're like this is my thunderfire cannon. It's just gonna <laughs> sit there and do these six shots every turn, and you can't do anything about it. And they're sitting there going. Yeah, I mean, cool. And then, like, when you get close, you're like, okay, well, here's, like, six D6 flamer hits. Even if you negate my negative one because you're in cover or something like that, it's still six D6 flamer shots that will do oh, – yeah. they will do something to you. So, um, yeah, I definitely um, needed that. And that's kind of what I was talking about when I went to BFS. Immediately, I was like – I only took 30 Plague Bears to BFS, and I was like – uh yeah this is a problem like this yeah. is not not working because they would just they died you know uh the last round that i lost um there i lost against nine flyers and i lost against um just a weird guard list that was running like one tank of everything and i just uh rolled really bad for magnus in one turn and uh his punisher just like i had to then i had to deep strike I couldn't deep strike plague bearers because I only had 30. It was literally my only screen. So I didn't deep strike the plague bearers and he just one, 
you know, one Vengeance for Cadia plus a a Punisher just wipes those guys off the table. So now with the Plagueverse Crawlers, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to deep strike in everything because I'll try to get rid of that tank before I bring my guys in. And uh, my final game, I made a nine-inch charge with my Plaguebearers to lock up one of his Hunters. And then 30 Plaguebearers just kind of sat on the table. And yeah. uh, sorry, 50 plague bears just kind of sat on the table and just uh, couldn't get shot at. He couldn't really do anything. So he's just shooting at playbird crawlers um, and Magnus basically is all he could shoot at. Uh, Magnus died that game at the bottom of five. It was literally the last gun, the last shot that he possibly could fire at me killed him. So. Yeah, once you uh, once you start poking the uh, the guard tanks, they become a lot less of a problem at that point. But um, the the vengeance vengeance for Katie is enough to just make it so you can't yeah. even get there to begin with. Um, yeah, I mean, um, plus like with the tanks in the list, you make one tank minus one to hit because it's a demon, and then you heal right. the tank every turn as well. So you. Know, Basically, whatever tank he's trying to poke at, you're just like, okay, well, he'll D3. So let's say you did five wounds, now you did two. Like, yep. it's going to take you a lot to deal with these tanks. One other thing with those things that works really well with them is they kill Thunderfire cannons. Pretty yes, good, actually. And, and actually, yep. Thunderfire cannons only have, what, five wounds? And, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, they're right four wounds, them. actually. Oh, they, think, they're four wounds. Wow. Even better. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, I think they uh, they they just go right through Thunderfire cannons because they can't do anything to stop it. They're just gonna sit right. there and take it. So and you got the um, range on them too, even if they're hiding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, people tell me, you know, they're like, "Well, I have a one-up save," and I'm like, "That's okay. Not uh, make two. Just roll me a one and a two. You'll roll yeah. one, one, two every turn." I will yeah. kill it in two turns or one turn if I roll high for the one that I, um, I press against the one. So that one's hitting on threes. So. Yep. That makes sense. And, um, yeah. Eventually they're going to start failing games. saves. Right. And there, you know, there are certain games or there are certain turns in the psyche phase where you don't use that reroll. You're like, all right, I'll just reroll the number of shots. I'll try to get a five or a six for that three plus guy to yeah. basically do stuff. They are four wounds. Yep, Tech Marine Gunner and Thunderfire Cannon are four wounds. So yeah. yeah, one one barrage will kill. One set of three of those things firing at them should kill should kill one. So, but um, honestly, I think you're going to see a big drop off uh, now that Imperial Fists are out of people running Thunderfire Cannons because their Thunderfire Cannon just shreds through a normal Thunderfire Cannon. So. Um, I think like normal, uh, like Imperial Fist, sorry, normal, uh, like Iron Hands or Raven Guard or anything like that. I don't think you're going to see Thunderfire Cannons unless you're taking Imperial Fist now. So that's actually better for Chaos because then we're only getting Tremor Shelled like once every round or once every, uh, matchup. Mm. Right. So. So. How how do you think your list would do um, against? Uh, we saw we saw a couple other lists that kind of one of them that was kind of under the radar at SoCal was Orcs, uh, where there were a number of Orc lists that were up there. Most of them kind of going with the, um, uh, the the mech guns and the shock attack guns, um, and then just you know as Orcs do, they lots of bodies. Um, and then the other one was just lots and lots of drones. Um, I think against the drones, if I'm making the right assumption, you at least have the Plagueworks crawlers to kind of help you with that a little bit where they can start to thin the drones out. Um, but how do you think in yeah, those I mean, matchups? Yeah. I was going to say, you can push really far up with the, with the, the tanks. So I actually, before I went to Pittsburgh, um, the weekend before I actually went down to Pittsburgh and I played against orcs twice and Tau once. Um, I played against orcs going first and not going first because I wanted to see how it looked. Um, mm-hmm. And then I played against Tau not going first. Um, so against Tau not going first, um, I basically uh, outranged 
Magnus. Uh, he was playing Mechtal, so I outranged Magnus where Magnus was far enough away where he couldn't get um, Seeker missiles into him. Well, he could get the missiles into him, but he couldn't get the marker lights. And marker lights are really important for that matchup. So if you can shoot Magnus, but you can't shoot him with Seeker missiles, it's just not for you to push up far enough to be able to utilize your guns and things like that. It's just not effective enough. So he waited a turn for me to basically come up there uh, to shoot everything into him in one shot. And then he didn't die. And then he killed like half of that Tau player's army uh, because Infernal Gateway is super powerful in that matchup. It just yeah. rips through vehicles because they have such big profiles that I, any point of them is probably going to be within three inches of any, you know, any point of another vehicle. So it's very That's easy true. for me to get a whole bunch of line of sight. Oh, sorry. Uh, like distances and things like that. So we, um, played that one. That was good. And then I played, uh, uh, the orc list. So the orc matchup was uh, three mech guns. It's one of my good friends. Three mech guns, uh, three shock attack guns. Sorry, eight mech guns, three shock attack guns, and then uh, Ludas as well. So mm -hmm. play the match um, with me going first. And once Magnus gets up to T8, Ludas don't really do anything to him because they win him on fives. And then right. shock attack guns uh, struggle to, to wound him. And then with a three-plus invul, he's just not – you're not getting through. Right. And then me mech guns have a horrific time doing anything to him because uh, they have to roll an eight on two dice. So a seven's already the average, but an eight is not really as much. And then they're not shooting anything else in the army. They're just shooting everything into Magnus, which they have to, but that doesn't mean that it's working. So he spent, I think, three turns trying to kill Magnus after I went first, and it just it did not work. Plus, every turn I'm sniping all the characters out. So that Relic Shock Attack gun dies immediately. Um, mm -hmm. And then he spends all the CP to fight when he dies, and, you know, he's doing – you know, he's burning through CP like a normal Orc player, so by turn – three there's no cp left you know he has no cp at all so, so then we did it we re-racked and we set it up as him going first so he spent eight cp on turn one and killed magnus now he should have lived i rolled badly on my last two saves i think and he died but after he died, spending eight CP to basically um, kill him, what I start doing is I swap out, I begin swapping out powers every turn. I spend one CP and swap out all of the buffing powers that the princess had and everything like that. And I go straight into damage dealing. So with that happening, now I still have three vehicles that are tough as eight plus, you know, 60 plague bears. Mm -hmm. Um, and I go after other things. Um, the mech guns, you lose each one of the Plague Burst Crawlers. Basically, I pick up a mech gun and a half every turn. T3 damage, they don't really get a save because it's neg two. So you're just basically picking up a mech gun and a half every turn. If you roll well on one, you're picking up a mech gun and a half. Uh, you're picking up two mech guns. So two mm -hmm. mech guns is pretty good every turn because then by turn three, he's basically – very, very close to Adam Mech Guns. And then your targeting spells go after Ludas because Plague Bearers don't like Ludas. Um, so then you're kind of just bowling him around with smites and targeted smites and your tanks. So it was a lot closer of a game, but I definitely won that game with, with losing Magnus on turn one. So... Um, they don't scare me as much uh, now that we, we, we tested that list because I was very curious, just like everybody. Mm -hmm. like, well, what happens if I don't go first? Because that's, that's a big concern. Everybody right. who's talked about, my, you know, who's talked about my list is like, well, if you don't go first, what happens? So I wanted to know a lot of these matches, what happens if I don't go first? So Magnus is usually resilient enough to survive at least one turn. Now, he might be messed up, but neg one to hit, three plus invul, and uh, – 
you know, toughness eight is probably enough for my opponent, even with five or three or four wounds on him to go, yeah, I mean, I guess I could probably kill him, but I might have to spend my entire second turn shooting him as well. So, mm-hmm. and that's important because, you know, two full turns of shooting is two full turns of shooting and the rest of my army's not touched. So, um, and the town matchup, um, Riptides don't, I mean, two damage Riptides are good, but when you're wounding Magnus on fives, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh so, and then Infernal Gateway just rips through. Infernal Gateway plus 2d6 smites is, is, is pretty bad. So making, um, uh, making one spell plus four to cast and the other spell is obviously plus two rerolling ones is, is, is enough damage. You're putting out like 20 plus mortal wounds every turn with Magnus just mm-hmm. by himself. So it should be enough to get through three, uh, three Riptides. Uh, uh, Magnus yeah. should kill, should kill a Riptide. Um, should kill all the screens, I think, by turn three, with the Playburst Crawlers pushing up and everything like that. So, and the other thing about that matchup is, if you're shooting Magnus the whole game, you're not shooting any Plague Bears. So, yeah. if you're not shooting Plague Bears, I'm going to hold more every turn, and I'm going to be killing more every turn. If the only target you're shooting at is Magnus, so it is. It's a good matchup for me. It's not bad. Um, especially if we have a game that's long ways or something like that, where basically I get to pick what you're going to shoot at every turn. And I get to pick when Magnus goes to engage and not engage. You know, Dawn of War might be rough if he goes, if they go first. Um, but uh, Magnus would be my, my last drop. And I basically would look and see where those drones are dropping. Um, and then basically put them across on the uh, straight across the other side of the table. So they'll have to spend either, you know, Monka or, you know, a turn basically trying to get over there and deal him damage before he goes down. But yeah, that's basically uh, what I think about that matchup. Gotcha. The, the one other thing as you were going through that, that I really realized, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm looking at it from the other side of the table is that your list doesn't give up kills very easily. Um, like you have to double down to go after Magnus, uh, like with everything you've got, or, um, you know, you take your, you take your chances going after the plague growth scrawlers, but then you've got Magnus coming after you. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, so when I built my list initially, um, at the beginning of this season, I built, uh, you know, me, me and Jim built a list that was very much does not give up secondaries. Like you went Mm -hmm. for Reaper but you didn't really, that was, the, that was the easy one to pick. You were like, I'll take Reaper. I'm like, okay, what are your other two secondaries? And they're like, uh, yeah, um, I don't know what to take against you. So this list kind of does the same thing, but differently. I don't give up Reaper, but I give up Kingslayer. So I give up one free secondary for you. You're going to take Kingslayer. There's no one, there's no reason to not take Kingslayer. But then you're like, okay, what else do I take? Yep. Well, I have like seven characters, but you're probably not going to get to those characters in a game um, anytime soon, uh, and that's going to hurt. And then old school, if I trick you into old school, I will do that trick, and I will leave all my Plague Bearers off the table and my Brimstones off the table. So and you better hope you have a lot of firepower to take care of, you know, Plague Burst Crawler or Magnus on turn one. And I'll make sure that my Plague Burst Crawlers and Magnus are all really touching cover as much as I can make sure they're 50% scared. So they'll get a cover safe too. So you're probably not killing a tank on turn one. So secondaries are real rough with this list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that old school trap is really good because that's essentially a three point swing in the game. Cause you'll, you'll have kill, uh, kill more. Uh, you'll have the old school right there where they won't get, they won't get a kill. They won't get the old school point. They won't get kill more. Right. Yep. So I, um, that's happened a lot where, yeah. you know, um, they've, or they'll, I'll leave the 30 men on the table and, you know, they'll take old school against me and be like, okay, I'm going to try to kill 30 plague bearers in one shot that have a four plus invul. Okay. Sounds good. I'm, I'm okay with this. You know, good luck. it just depends on what the matchup <laughs> is. Yeah. Triple, triple thunderfire cannon is definitely everybody in reserve. But if you only have one thunderfire cannon, I'll leave the 30 men out, let you tremor shell it, let you shoot it twice. 
You can do what you can, you can spend three CP if you want. That's the other thing that space Marines really struggle with. They struggle with T8. They also struggle with CP. It's very difficult for them to keep CP yep. um, with all their strats. I so noticed that. Can, yep. I was just going to say, if you can make and spend it, then, then you're doing, you're doing, you're doing work. So, yeah, without, without a fact, you know, without a doubt, I noticed the exact same thing just, you know, through the weekend, I was just burning through CP. Um, and it's just the really important strats you've got to use just, you know, you've got two for your captain to make him a chapter master, or you've, you know, you've got stuff you're deep striking and you, you know, you're only starting the game at about, you know, eight, eight, nine command points because you can really only fit about two battalions in there. So, um, and then the rest of the strats, you just, you start eating through, you know, fight again as three, three command points for your centurions, or, you know, you've got one, you've got to use to reroll a charge and things like that. And before you know it, you're, you're out of command points. Yep. So, I mean, for me, I would leave, you know, like one, um, I'd usually leave one prince in range to let him deny stuff or Magnus, you know, you try to deny Magnus a spell every turn. That's two CP. So now you're spending, you know, two CP to try to deny something every turn, usually like my big smite or something like that. Something that, you know, 2D, you know, 2D six smites. Um, Hi, you know, funny part of uh, the last game against the Space Marine players, like turn four, and uh, Magnus rolls like a 13 on Smite. Okay, cool. Ooh. So there's three suppressors next to me, and uh, he rolls for damage. He rolls uh, 12, and uh, that's a dead suppressor unit. They just disappeared. And it was like, uh, what? Um, yeah. So we talked about it. I was like, you probably should have um, – spent the CP to, you know, two CP to try to deny that strat, but he was trying to get rid of my warp time. So, you know, you just spend a lot of CP or the five plus feel no pain, try to keep units alive. You know, yep. they just spend CP very quickly. And I am super content with you spending CP on things that uh, don't really affect my game. You know, I just continue to kind of sit there and put out mortal wounds and uh, just try to keep Magnus alive. I spend one CP on a reroll every turn for Magnus. But other than that, I really don't spend the, – the other cool part about this list is it doesn't really spend CP. I don't really have to spend CP for anything. I get a free reroll every turn. Magnus rerolls ones for spells anyway. And um, I uh, don't really uh, have to give my Plague Bearers plus one involve because people aren't shooting at them because right. they're, there's bigger fish to fry, I guess you would say. So – do you ever find yourself using the uh, the strat that boosts? Uh, I think it's the um, uh, the Kabbalistic focus one, where you get plus two to your cast. Um, is that? And I think it's like one one point for that. Yeah, yeah, I do that. I do. I definitely do that. Uh, it depends on what what the what what it is that I need to get off. Um, right. A two d six smite sounds really really good. Um, yep. And uh, so does uh, Infernal Gateway that goes off at plus four. Yep, you're going to get some good damage out of that. So against so, the Iron Hands player, I guess I got um, – I did that against him, and it was like D6 more wounds to everybody around him, so it really messed him up. Um, and against the Necron player, that was – he was running three – you know, the typical Necron list, three flyers, three Doomsday arcs, and like turn one, right. I, smi I, I smited – Infernal Gateway first hit all three of the Doomsday Arcs, dealt like D6 damage each one of them. Then I smited a plus four and dealt 2D6 to the front one and just blew it up. And he was like, that's, wow, okay, oh, okay, that was bad. <laughs> that happened, yep. Well, this has been, uh, this has been really good, uh, just kind of getting an idea of how you actually pilot the list. Um, before, we, uh, before we wrap up here, um, can I get your take on what you think is coming in chapter approved? Oh, I, so. Or maybe start here. Do you think we're going to be disappointed? Like yeah. If, if your hope is Marines getting reined in, right? So Marines aren't going to get reined in, uh, yeah. in chapter approved because their books are six months out. Unfortunately, what you're actually going to see in chapter approved, unless they change it. I would love for them to change it. What my what I have been told 
by most uh, most people who are you know part of the design team or part of the you know stuff not giving any details away about it they basically right. tell me like these books are six months out you know when they make these books and when they tell us you know that's the first thing the second thing that the design team uh, I've talked to a lot of the design team members about is that games workshop sometimes will just come to them and go which idea do you like better and then go with neither idea so it's not like the design team sits down and goes this list is really a problem. This is really oppressive. We need to fix this. Sometimes the games workshop is like, okay, well, this is what we'll let you do. What, which one do you want? And they'll be like, well, that's not really helping us, but I guess I'll take option a. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the second thing. Um, so unfortunately what you are going to see is plague bears going up in points, even though they don't mean to go up in points at all because no one's running them now. So, and it's kind of a problem where you go, when you do a release six months out, um, basically, uh, I honestly think that the structure in which they do their, their, their FAQs needs to be changed, where they do points and rules every six months, not once a year they do points and once a year they do rules or twice, sorry, twice a year they do rules, twice a year they do, uh, um, they once a year they do points, twice a year they do rules because they do an FAQ in September as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think they need they need to do points twice a year. If 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 the meta is changing that quickly, if they're releasing books that quickly, I think they should do that. And I understand why they don't want to do that because well, it's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of work, and people play casually. And it, I understand that that's a concern for them. They will, well, this guy just picked up this book you know four months ago and now he has to change you know now this stuff is more expensive or he can't play that but if we're trying to build this community into a more competitive community then uh, you know yeah. it's the only way to go at this point and i get that age of sigmar doesn't have to do that that's because the age of sigmar dare i say that the age of sigmar rules and codexes are just balanced they're just better they're just more balanced. The game in general for Sigmar is just a more balanced game. Now, I will mm-hmm. also say that Age of Sigmar doesn't have to deal with shooting as much as we do. You know, we don't have – they don't have crazy armies that can just – you know, if you go first, you one-shot an army. Their mechanics don't work the same. You know, you can get a double turn in that game, and it's not a problem. If you gave 40K a double turn, the turn yeah. that you got the double turn, you would just table your opponent. That would be the end of it. So – with all that being said, play bears are going to go up in points. That's going to be unfortunate. Um, space Marines are uh, chaos. Space Marines are going to go down in points, which will be good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that makes them effective. Um, these are all predictions. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think on the Lord Discordant? You think that might get a little bit of a bump? He's just not good. Um, the problem with him is, is like tremor shells are a thing, man, and like tremor yeah. shells just. You're going to tremor shell. So the problem with the um, Thunderfire Cannon is that the strat carries over when it shoots twice. So you're basically tremor shelling something twice. So two mm-hmm. Lord Discordians tremor shelled. That's two Lord Discordians that aren't doing anything in your army. And then the third one's just going to get laser cannoned, relic, you know, and, and shot off the table. Yeah. Um, so, and just went through the yeah, just thinking so, with my my hat on from like before the Space Marine meta, if I think about the things that were good at that point, um, those are the things Disco like play bears a, and stuff Disco like that. actually might get a nerf. They might go up in Ooh. points. They might yeah, go to like yeah. 180. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, so I heard a rumor on the street, and I, I, I would love that this would be true, that uh, everything specialist for Chaos Space Marines is going to two wounds a model. So specialist being like chosen? Specialist meaning rubric marines, Ooh. berserkers, uh, you know, noise marines, plague marines, et cetera. Yep. Noise marines, plague marines, rubric marines, and berserkers. So basically the specialist. That would be interesting. That would actually make them playable. If they were two wounds each, that would actually make them playable because a, a unit of Plague Marines that has a two-plus save and cover um, that's toughness five with a spell making them toughness six with two wounds each with a five-plus feel no pain makes them that's, actually playable for their point. Yeah. Because if you yeah. look at their points right now, um, 
a squad of Rubik Marines is almost 100 points for five guys. Uh-oh. Yeah, and compare that to okay. intercessors, right? There's what are they? I think there's 16 points a model for an intercessor with two wounds with a 30 inch bolt rifle um, with chapter tactics. Now we don't get any yeah. of what I just said. So yeah. I mean it's it's pretty crazy. So that would be a good step for them. I would honestly um, it would make things playable again because berserkers or I think the winners of that would be Rubik Marines and uh, Pl- uh, Plague Marines would be the two winners of that. So that would actually help out Thousand Sons a lot. Um, because right now our troops are trash. Uh, cultists yeah. are just not good. I think they need to unnerf cultists, actually. I think they yeah. need to bring them back down to four points a model. And uh, I'm okay with them not getting chapter tactics. That's fine. Or, you know, legion chapters or faction chapters. That's fine. But they need to go back up to 40-man squads, and they need to go back up to uh, – they need to go back up to uh, – four, four, back down to four points a model because right. they are just way too expensive. And other then, than that, other thing, I think Magnus needs to go down in points. I think Magnus should be like four, uh, four, he's 445 right now. I think he should be about 430. I don't think he needs to be as high. I don't know why he got points increased um, in the last chapter approved. He wasn't seeing play then. But again, mm-hmm. like I said, I think that's the six-month swing um, because when Yanari came out, this was right before – he, his book came out when Yunari came out, or sorry, the nerf for him came out when Yunari came out, right before that. So, um, and then you've got the Terminators, which right now it seems like GW doesn't quite know what to do with them, um, where they're kind yeah. of in this no man's land, right? I mean, 27, 27 points a model for a standard, a standard Terminator is good, but they just don't, they just don't do anything on the table. Um, I was running the Blight Lord Terminators for a while with some great, great success, but unfortunately they're just too slow now too because your opponent right. just tremor shells what's in front of them, which means they're bogged down, which they don't get to where they need to get to. Not to mention, bolters don't do anything to Primaris Marines. We yeah. don't have chapter tactics. We don't have any way to make them make one. So you're basically like, all right, 20 wounds. And they're like, okay, I have a two-plus armor. Oh, you killed one and a half. All your shooting. So um, yeah. I think um, these are just some things that I need to get that need to get fixed. I think Mortarian's a little too expensive too. Four seventy yeah. is pretty oppressive. I think, uh, like I said, I think Magnus at four thirty would be cool. I think Mortarian at four fifty would be better um, because, well, when you have a model that can die on one turn, that's not really like the points cost doesn't make sense for that model. Um, right. I hope Armin doesn't go up in points. 131 points is um, is really good for him, but like not amazing. Um, like he's not doing anything. He's a force multiplier, but he's not up in melee killing things with his you know neg one hammer. You know his neg one staff. So I hope they don't touch him, and he doesn't have to go up in points. Um, people were saying that Demon Prince needs to go up in points. Honestly, for 180 points, um, they're good. I think if they went up any further, I don't know how good they would be. Um, I guess if they went up five or ten points, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Um, but uh, it, it's just in that unnecessary right now. You know, we're like chaos in general is barely barely playing in the same playground as it is for them mm-hmm. to start putting increases on units that I get. There are units that shine, Demon Princes, Armin. You know, but that doesn't mean that you need to, you know, we just got a 2.0 book that didn't help us at all. So now you're going to increase points because these po- these other units are outperforming, which is what you normally do with when everything is balanced. What you normally do is you go in and you'll fix things that are overpowered or performing above what they should be. That's great, except there isn't balance right now in the game. So it's difficult for me to, you know, for me to admit that. Chaos units like Demon Princes and Armin need to go up in points because the rest of the book doesn't participate. I'm not taking Cultists. I'm not taking Chaos Space Marines. I'm not taking Zangors are in a really bad spot right now. Uh, oh, yeah. There's just a ton of units that need to be fixed before they can really look into bringing points costs down. I also heard that Demons 2.0 is coming out um, by the end of November. So maybe that will help us out a lot. But, well, that would um, be sneaky. Yeah, I mean – uh, well, it would be a good way for them to release Fulgrim or 
you know, because there's a there's an Empress Children book or there's an Empress Children faction going to be in Psychic Awakening. If you saw the pictures, they'll yep. be in there. So word bearers and word eaters. Um, I'm not sure that they're going to all get a book, but it would be really cool to basically release Fulgrim with a new oh, book. Yeah. Um, and I think we, I think we need a new Primarch at this time. I don't. I'm not saying that we need another Chaos Primarch, but I think something needs to shake up. And they've been talking about these Primarchs for three years now. I think when they said they were originally, when Eighth Edition originally came yeah. out, they said they were going to release more Primarchs. They've released no additional Primarchs. Um, so I would like to see someone new. Um, I'd like to see one on each side. But um, yeah, I, I think if they change the specialist stuff, then I could see some stuff being done. The only other way I can see is if they lower the points. You know, if a Nurgle, Mar if a Plague Marine was 18 points for a Plague Marine instead of 16 points, I still think that's too many points. I think they should be the same points as an Intercessor, which would mean that a normal Marine should be like, uh, I, think they're, I think they're what, 65 points for five guys, I think is what they are. Oh, for just the regular, um, you're just talking like a regular, let's see. Yeah, so I think they're 13 points a guy right now. I honestly think they should be like, if you're going to make cultists five points, then you should make play, uh, You should make normal chaos space marines like 10 points. Yeah. And then you make the other Nurgle, you know, your plague bearers, your berserkers, your rubrics should be like 16 points then. Six points more for all the buffs, the extra, mm -hmm. uh, the extra toughness or the extra invul or the extra attack in combat. So that's what I'd like to see. Wish listing, I'd love to see the. Oh, and the changeling needs to go down to points. Hundred points oh, for, for sure. that thing is terrible. Everyone keeps asking me like, why do you keep taking this? I'm like, honestly, the six up field of pain saves Magnus and it saves the princes from sniper rounds. But if you twisted my arm and I had to cut points, that would be the first model I cut. Um, yeah. uh, he's just too many points for hundred points, and he only casts one spell. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. He that's not very knows. much. He, only, he also only knows one spell. Did you know that? Well, that's less than a change caster, right? Because the change caster gets right, two, even though he's only casting one. Know. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that he ca he only casts he only knows one spell. So you're not even getting the versatility of a normal change caster where the change caster knows two spells. And that melee thing that he does in combat, okay. Yeah. Like, you're never going to use that. It's never happening. Not for 100 points anyway. So if they took that out of him and he didn't have that. Um, I would be okay with that. And he does a completely different thing in fantasy. So I would like to see the fantasy version of him is actually really, really good. Um, I'd like to see maybe more of a fantasy version of him um, with his rules if they redid the demon rules. Kairos needs to change. Lord of Changes yeah. needs to do something. I would love to see Magnus with a double weapon profile. I don't know why he doesn't. Every other like model. A, like a sweep of some kind? Thing. Yeah. Why does he not have a sweep? Even if it was two attacks per he would go to. He would have sixteen attacks. Sixteen attacks would definitely kill a squad of Primaris, even if it was no oh, yeah. two. He, yeah. he would just rip through. So that's the kind of stuff I'd like to see for wish building. Um, um, but uh, we'll see. I don't think Space Marines are going to get touched at all. Unfortunately, I think you're going to see. Uh, I think people are going to mm -hmm. be very disappointed with Chapter Proofs. I just don't think uh, they're going to address the things that need to get addressed. And I think Eldar is going to get some nerfs. I would like to see Flyers get nerfed. The Rule of Three, I'd like to not see. Any that anymore? I would. Uh, sorry, the rule of three. I would like to see that imposed on flyers. I think that would really change the game and transports. Um, I don't want to see hmm. ten impulsers on the table. Um, that's not what I want to see. I also don't want to see six Mechanicus um, Scorpius tanks. I don't want to see six of those. D Day um, landers. That's not what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want. I don't want to see the D Day uh, presented on every table. It's just not fun at all. Um, cause if my rhinos were that good, I'd be taking my rhinos, um, for 70 points, but they're not, but There's, you know, the, is insane. the rule of three. Yeah, it is. Uh, the rule of three is also kind of an interesting thing. Cause there's a whole bunch of stuff that was originally in the game before that came out and, and that came out to kind of fix the, um, I think it was the flyrant, uh, list that it came out right after. And, um, there's so many things that came out before that rule was introduced that we forget that a lot of these units like Zengor enlightened a really good example of a unit that was designed like you could take like five or six squads of them at the price point that they were at, but 
only being able to take three squads is kind of like, well, there's three easy things to just eliminate right off the board before they even get to you. Yeah, I mean, um, Playbird Scrawlers are definitely a thing as well. People used to yeah. take six Playbird Scrawlers. Six Playbird Scrawlers were great, but now I can't. I can only take three. That's fine. Right. It's not a problem. I'll still take three. They're still great with three, but you have people taking like, you know, um, six of those on the list and doing really well. I mean, they do do really mm -hmm. well, but uh, I don't want to see six wave surface on the field. I don't want to see six Eldar flyers on the table, three in one, three of the other. That's not cool. I don't want to see 10 impulsors on the table or nine impulsors, I think is the list or something like that. So uh, this is the stuff I'd like to see changed. Um, and really hoping at the very least, all I want is flyers to get nerfed. Uh, it makes my match. It makes Magnus a better choice to take with with a nerf to him you know people aren't taking triple executioner anymore because in the nerfs they're taking one and then they're buffing that magnus can survive one executioner firing at him on turn one if he doesn't go first but he cannot survive against six you know three crimson hunter exarchs three crimson hunter um three crimson hunters and you know you know the eight flyer list that i lost to right. um he struggles, you know, he's going to die. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to lose that game, but I definitely lose Magnus in one shot, um, yeah. which is too much damage. So yeah. that's the stuff I like to fix. Well, all right. With that, thank you very much for your time, TJ. Appreciate you yeah, thanks for telling us about your list and giving your input, man. Hopefully we'll yeah, see this again sometime. Yep. All right, thanks.